1: Flap, flip, smooth, slap, open with flip, smooth, slap, flip, smooth, slap, open with flip, slap,
2: Hello Flight Fam, Flight Haniacs, whatever the hell I want to call you today. I don't know, I can't really think right now, because it's hot as hell right now in the Philadelphia area. It's The, the relentless summer continues, I'm in a steamy basement right now, my air conditioner quit on me, this is where we're at, but whatever it's time to talk about hockey. We're almost through the off season. That's exciting. One more episode of Nonsense. Well, you know, who are we kidding? It's not one more episode of Nonsense. It's going to be a few more episodes of Nonsense, but who cares? That's exciting. Joining me again, Eamon. Eamon, how you doing today, bud?
0: I'm doing pretty good, Steve. It is also hot, unsurprisingly, here in Alabama. Although I would be interested to hear what your definition of hot is, as compared to what I am dealing with down here. Let's see. What what is, what is the weather up here in Philly? We've
2: been having ninety degree weather and humid.
0: Oh, so it's actual it's actual heat. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: It's been bad. Uh, right now it is seventy eight, feels like eighty, but all of the humidity throughout the day has trapped itself within my home and is now torturing me.
0: Ah, uh, y'all are getting like a nice taste of Louisiana right now, just the, the swampy weather in your basement I do
2: not want it, I reject it, go back from whence you came
0: you, you're telling me you don't want to feel like uh, Burt Reynolds and Gator right now or in Deliverance or any of those movies no,
2: I, I don't want to be Burt Reynolds and Gator even though it's super cool and you get to ride on a wind fan boat airboat baby airboat. I. it's <laughs> not my kind of weather I am not built for that I am a larger man and this is not for me no, thank you.
0: You're, you're built for the, the polar climate, not the uh, the heat of the jungle.
2: <laughs> Correct.
0: Yes. I Like my skinny
2: ass. <laughs> if you sent me anywhere cold, I would probably do pretty well. It does not mean I'm moving to Canada or Alaska or anything. I know a guy moved to Alaska. I'm, that's not for me either. But if I could find the nice happy medium and no Portland, I'm sorry. You cannot be getting my services because I visited there and it was just okay. But the weather was
0: great. I this is like the main thing standing in the way of me moving to Philadelphia after I get out of school is I I'm the type of dude where I like sitting on my porch in like 98 degree heat with 70 or 80 percent humidity or just sitting outside in the sun and like cooking and then I'm miserable in cold and rainy and great weather so Uh, maybe maybe not the best idea to move up north
2: you know honestly we get a lot like the summers are hot and humid and they're not generally that rainy or gray to be totally honest so i don't think you'd be out of place in that regard and thanks to all of this wonderful climate change the winters have been pretty temperate of late so
0: Mm. you might be fine (laughs) yeah winter is where i get more worried because like I get seasonal stuff, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm like, not as apt to go outside or just be productive when it's winter in Alabama, which basically just means it's in, like, the 50s or 60s most of the time, and it rains a lot. So I can't even imagine what I'd be like in, like, Philly or Chicago or something like that, where I just straight up wouldn't want to go outside. Well, Chicago's <laughs> nuts,
2: okay? I love the city of Chicago, but Chicago is a nutty weather town. It is just, like... That lake effect, it can just change like that, and no thank you, and they get some serious snow. Philly gets serious snow maybe once every four years. Like, we don't really get a lot of serious snow anymore. And frankly, snow's fun. Uh, sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes snow's a lot of fun. You could join those maniacs sledding down the art museum stairs and all that good stuff. So you can ward off the winter blues by acting like an idiot and sliding down the quote-unquote rocky stairs but i refuse to call them that is the art museum stairs thank you very much this has been my ted talk
0: <laughs> i like i like your specification there yeah i that sounds kind of like tennessee i mean we get big snow once every two years or something like that big snow being like an inch or two and then one year we actually had like four inches and ice uh so that was pretty cool but i i like snow when it's occasional i just can't handle like michigan chicago style where it's just gray and snowy all the time for like three months meanwhile kelly is like listening to this and she's just clapping and smiling because she yeah. likes that kind of weather couldn't be oh thing.
2: kelly would move to canada tomorrow if she could
0: kelly has moved to canada she did at least for a bit that was pretty crazy
2: it was crazy and you know she just forever yearns to get back to the great white north but who knows how long that will take her it might.
0: Be aware. You've been aware. Especially considering, you know, the discrepancy between Canada and the United States on vaccine policy and the seriousness of that.
2: I mean, at least we've got, at least our hockey team is finally coming around. I can't, hey, look at that. I can't <laughs> give them too much shit because, like, the NHL at least adopted a policy and. That's great, but compared to baseball, baseball's just been a disaster with the vaccine yeah, stuff. The,
0: the fucking Phillies, dude. Oh my God,
2: the Phillies have driven me nuts for so many reasons, vaccines being one of them, and also the fact that they suck and they're going to miss the playoffs again. But regardless, the Philadelphia Hockey Flyers, our Philadelphia Flyers, have announced that everyone's going to be vaccinated to start the season. Thank God, I am so sick and tired of dealing with these teams not getting vaccinated and like the NFL conversations have been so asinine around this. And uh, to see my team step up to the plate and be ready for the season, and we're not gonna have to worry about these these COVID you know issues again, where the the team has guys just you know getting scratched last second due to COVID and everything. Well, hopefully not, you know, you can still get it, but we all know we we know the facts here. I assume. Our listeners are not listening to just uh, the most extreme, uh, ridiculous fake news from the darkest corners of the internet, but, well, good news, Flyers are going to be vaccinated, and that includes personnel, that includes everybody with the team. I'm assuming that means Gritty, but I'm assuming Gritty got a vaccine the first day possible.
0: Gritty, I mean, I have a feeling Gritty is just kind of immune to disease, right? Gritty is a disease. So. <laughs> Actually- <laughs> He's our disease, but-
2: <laughs> the, the, the rumor I heard- is that the vaccine was actually developed, at least one of the vaccines. I don't know if it was the Pfizer or the Moderna, but it was actually developed with some of Gritty's blood.
0: Gritty is uh, like Mr. Burns when he goes to get tested at the doctor's office, and they're just like, you have every single disease, and they're all canceling each other out. <laughs> he, he's been living under the, like under the Wells Fargo Center for so long that he's just subsisted on like spilt beer and kurt's crab fries that he drops and stuff like that crab fries Uh, spilled
2: beer (laughs) Bernie perron's cigar butts
0: you know uh piss that's overflowed from the urinals like this is this is what gritty has been absorbing and i think he's just immune to disease as a result so
2: gritty's blood is 40 (laughs) percent yangling
0: yeah he's he's this is where the vaccine was developed from. They're just taking blood samples and trying to synthesize, like, artificial copies of it. It's honestly
2: a wonder that science hasn't found a way to beat every disease using Gritty's blood samples. But one day we'll get there. We're not there yet. I'm very glad that the Flyers are vaccinated, though. And hopefully, smooth sailing for the season ahead, which is just around the corner. I'm excited about that. We don't have anything to talk about with the actual season right now yet we're it's around the corner but it's not quite here yet now we can take two paths here this is a choose your own adventure book here amen because we've already talked about the stadium so we can either go into how the flyers will be celebrating goals for the following season or speaking of gritty and urine and spilled beer and cigar butts we could talk about bad stadiums
0: I I have bad stadiums. Uh, I put this on the docket because I was listening to the Dan Lebetard show, um, and they were talking about how like someone brought up um, that clip that was floating around Twitter on Sunday of FedEx Field having a sewage pipe burst and like raining Ugh. literal shit water down on people, which is fitting for the House of Dance Night. Oh yes,
2: absolutely.
0: But. Yeah, so they were talking about, moving on from there, how the Orange Bowl, like, you know, 60s structure, so it would just drip concrete and uh, human waste all the time from the like actual overhangs of the stadium itself, because um, the pipes were pretty leaky, and then There was like a whole conversation about the horror show that was the bathroom with like the big trough rather than uh, actual urinals that are divided or anything like that. And that just reminded me of like past conversations I've heard about uh, the vet or uh, the Spectrum (laughs) and some of these other old Philly stadiums. And then also uh, a few of my own experiences, too. I haven't had too many terrible stadium experiences, but I've got a couple that are pretty notable.
2: Yeah, I I definitely know my way around a few bad stadiums in my day. And for the record, if you chose goal songs, you can go skip ahead to page forty five, or you can also just uh, end your adventure now. And a lion
0: ate you at the gates. <laughs> you have fallen on a you have fallen on a pit of spikes. Your adventure is over. Your adventure is Congrats. over. Go back to
2: minute one of the podcast. I can't wait for the choose your own adventure podcast. I look, Netflix has done it with TV shows. Why not podcasts? But with the bad stadiums, I I certainly saw my share of games in The Vet and Spectrum. However, I was pretty tiny for most of those games, so uh, I don't remember too much. But I will say The Vet is every bit the disaster you've ever heard it was. I went there for an Eagles Cardinals game one time when the Eagles were very lousy in the late 90s. And I just remember it being a pit of despair. The shoulder pads guy was in my section and he was very intense. If you're not familiar with shoulder pads guy. Oh, yeah, I know. him. You know him. Maybe not all the listeners are, but he wears full shoulder pads and a Brian Dawkins jersey and face paint and a bandana. And he loses his shit during games. So shoulder pads guy is
0: intense, to say the least i feel like intense is putting it mildly he's maybe a little bit over the edge in terms of enthusiasm i say that as an eagles fan who's gotten noise complaints in my apartment when they're like i mean this week i didn't get one uh by the way go birds uh hey, birds. beat the falcons but like previously i've i've gotten noise complaints for like People, people were freaked out. They thought that I was being assaulted or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I just remember that vet
2: experience, that section being so insane and intense and a little disgusting. And man, there's nothing like it. The vet. So there's something about these old style stadiums. So you're talking about the Orange Bowl being an older stadium. So the, the vet didn't have those trough urinals. I've only ever used a trough urinal at Wrigley Field in Chicago. And those are, of course, always gross, and nobody likes them. But they're there, they are very antiquated, and whatever. The vet didn't have that, but the vet did have the worst stairs of all time. In the infamous 700 level, you always felt like you were going to tumble down those concrete stairs to your death. To your death. Hell yeah, let's go. (laughs) So steep, and so dangerous, and so hard, and you walked up them forever and ever it just didn't stop those oh my god it was just so bad and treacherous and man it felt like home and the seven hundred level just the insane no man's land that you've always imagined that it is
0: yeah i again was not even a thought when the vet existed um so that's that's worth noting here but i've i've read plenty about the vet and the spectrum and what they were like. Uh again, we need the spectrum room where it's just broken beer bottles and cigarettes and that's it. Yeah
2: I I see the the smell of the spectrum is forever embedded in me <laughs> where it just it smelled like a thousand not a thousand,
0: probably millions of old cigarettes and spilled beers and smelled like your uncle's El Camino, right?
2: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was just disgusting and stale and it felt like home.
0: An abusive home.
2: <laughs> I will tell you what, though. There was no building louder than that stadium. The The Spectrum was just the loudest place in the world. Those people went insane. That place, the acoustics in that place, that was an awesome place to see a concert. And the acoustics in that place, people went nuts. Wells Fargo Center is just lacking something, whether it be fans actually being excited about this team or... Mm-hmm. It just the acoustics themselves are different because I mean the building is a different size and shape entirely but it's just not the same it's never been the same
0: it needs more asbestos is my opinion <laughs>
2: you know there is something to be said about the dank mo the dank
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it needs it needs more like old-timey uh beer smell and you know everybody should be able to smoke everywhere and that should fix the problem (laughs) in my opinion
2: like i i would prefer that not to happen because you know i do care about my lungs it's the Uh, one part of my body i care about but
0: small concessions small concessions but it,
2: it really did have some character but my god was it a disgusting place to be at the end of the day the last time i've been in one of the the old concrete monstrosities because the vet was this Multi-purpose stadium that was all the rage in the sixties, seventies. Like they would just build oh, yeah. these kingdom. And... Yep, and uh, what was Three River Stadium in Pittsburgh? The last one I've been in because the vet was torn down long ago. I think back in oh, 304, around there. The last concrete monstrosity, like double-purpose stadium, I've been in was RFK down in Washington, oh, and I was there for a temple ucla bowl game in 2009 i think it was 2009 it was when bernard pierce was the running back for temple and he was awesome in college but also extremely injury prone and had an amazing first half got hurt didn't come back for halftime and temple just slowly gave up that lead and barely lost that game so that sucked and that was the coldest game I've ever been to and they had minimal concessions for that game like I imagine for all the other important bowl games there's a lot of concessions going a lot of people and there were a decent amount of people this game not many concessions open and it was cold as shit it was just the most freezing cold I've ever been at a sporting event and I've been in freezing rain I've been in snow and this was the coldest I've been was RFK Stadium
0: do you remember the name of this bowl game? Because I always bowl game names are like hilarious. Because in recent years we've had the Beef O'Brady's Bowl, <laughs> and my favorite is the Bad Boy Mowers Bowl. That's like one of the best ones I've ever heard of. There was like a Weed Eater Bowl or something like that. Oh yeah, I remember. There've there been boy some really Mowers. bad ones. How
2: about the, bad the boy? Cheez-It
0: Bowl, classic? So, do you remember? Do you remember what that was? Because I am looking it up. The lower tier ones are really funny names.
2: I'm looking it up right now. I I thought it was something like, like Alamo based or something, which wouldn't make any sense. Uh, but it's not but that. like the Alamo Bowl is that. always
0: in Texas. Yeah, this
2: was the Eagle Bank Bowl.
0: Oh, okay. And
2: Temple lost that game thirty to twenty one, and man, put up a fight. They put up a fight, and I was glad I went because you know I temple hasn't played in that many bowl games frankly so i was glad i went but just what a depressing ending to that game i ended up in i forget it was a mad Mex type ref- restaurant afterwards and just sitting there being thankful for warmth again in my life because i had never been so
0: cold i mean like stack that with the fact that rfk itself was just a shithole
2: absolute right? shithole and it was just like the vet where it had these never-ending ramps that you just had to go up. And I had upper-level tickets, so I'm just going up ramps for what feels like an hour with swirling winds just cutting through my
0: bones. Yeah, that does not sound like a good time to me, TBH.
2: No, it wasn't! <laughs> well, I really sure was excited for that game, and which is really funny because that hit during a week I was furloughed from my job without pay because oh <laughs> the United States was in a recession and my company was terrible. But I... You know, I guess I had a good time, but I really... That's got to be one of my worst stadium experiences. That was just absolutely abysmal. And I, I guess my other worst one isn't even due to the stadium, because the stadium was really nice. But I saw a Flyers-Devils game in New Jersey, up at Newark, because the tickets Dude. were cheap. Of course Discourse. they were cheap. Just the people sucked. My God. Like, I... I just hated every Devils fan so god damn much and this will They're come not a likable
0: bunch <laughs> this will come as
2: a total surprise to listeners of the show in which i often call scott stevens a war criminal and marty Brodour. what what was the old craig joke marty Brodour's favorite uh holiday is thanksgiving because he gets to stuff his face
0: and his family
2: his sister-in-law's there
0: <laughs> yeah he gets to see the extended family and uh you know maybe fraternize with them some a little closer more intimately than others yeah uh, also he's a fat bastard uh, worth netting to.
2: Fat, fast. Oh no, I can't do an Austin Powers impression. This world does not need <laughs> that coming back, but I hated that game so much. I hated that crowd so much. And the stadium was perfectly fine and nice, but I, I think if anybody has been to a game in Newark, there is not much else to do in that area. There's not really anywhere else to go within the, uh, the radius of the stadium
0: there. Hey, you're telling me that the general vicinity of Rutgers football is not a sports utopia? You've got to be lying to me. I, you know, Come on now. I, I Believe
2: it or not, that's the truth. I Wow. Oh, Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. I, I do have to also mention, while we were kicking around the ideas for this in the BSH Slack today, Bill Matz had to just put in the fact that he got burned by a cigarette in the spectrum one time, which sounds just about right.
0: Sounds, yeah, sounds correct. I've never had, like, anything really poured on me or been burned by anything, because I live in a post-you're-allowed-to-smoke-cigarettes-in-the-arena era, um, (laughs) thankfully, uh, with my asthmatic lungs over here, but... I have seen a kid get a beer poured on them, and this kid could not have been like older than eight Ooh. by a Blackhawks fan at a Predators game. Um, and this woman was insanely drunk, and like just screeching profanity the whole game. Which normally I'd be I'd be yelling some choice words, right? But there are a bunch of little kids right there, so I just kept my mouth shut. Um, and then she she like pitched her beer forward by accident and just dumped it on the kid's lap and i just felt so much anger and hate and blackhawks fans truly are among the worst in the nhl i mean they they support their team that's very cool but also just so many assholes um and i'd probably have to put them up there experience wise with like i really can't stand blues fans either For similar reasons, I've seen a Blues fan try to fistfight a guy, also at Bridgestone. Stuff like that. But my personal ones are, I have a recent one, and I have one from high school. Actually, kind of two from high school, now that I think about it. The more recent one is, at my current job, we were doing camera breakdown after filming Auburn versus Akron football, and... I went upstairs to the press box area because we needed to break down some of, like, the higher-up cameras that we had. And all over the floor, like, coating the hallway leading over to the press box and the area where we had all the cameras mounted is just a combination of, like, bean dip, nasty nacho cheese and stuff like that, pizza... Like, all this food, and then what looked like and kind of smelled like vomit. And it was just everywhere, and there was no avoiding it. So I had to traipse through that to get to the camera. Sounds
2: like you got a heap in a Guy Fieri's Nasty Nachos. Oh
0: my god, it was
2: horrifying.
0: Luckily, I had a mask on, so the smell wasn't too bad, but it was, it was rough.
2: You know, we, we should all be embracing... The, the masks just for the ability to block out those sort of smells whenever we Yeah, go to. to
0: public restrooms. Like, I I know for my personal experience I will be wearing a mask regardless of pandemic or not in the future when I'm stopping off on road trips to go in a gas station bathroom. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, why would I not? Those things are germ <laughs> pits. Absolutely. Every time I go into a stadium bath they should be handing out masks as
2: you go into the stadium bathroom.
0: Yeah, I... It's like you're, you know, the same thing where, like, talk about stuff that you're just never going to do again after the pandemic. You know, the the pretzel guys on the sides of the road who are just, like, selling you these oh, sweaty pretzels that, or whatever. That's you're a Philadelphia do that tradition. Again.
2: No, that's a Philadelphia You're just never going to do that, though. You the like, sweaty, no. wrinkled brown paper bag. You, it just feels wrong, but you know those pretzels are going to be
0: good. You don't know why, but they're going to be good. But Steve, I mean, like, I figure now you're going to be a little bit more, like, germ-conscious, right? I mean, I'll wear the mask
2: when I get it from him, and then I'll wait 25 minutes to open the the sweaty brown paper bag.
0: (laughs) You're going to buy a sterilizer to bring with you in the car? It's all
2: worth it. It's all worth it. No, I don't go up Roosevelt Boulevard or Uh, anywhere where I can see a proper pretzel vendor anymore, so that's just not a thing that happens to me anymore, but you've got a point. I, god damn, I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm having more flashbacks to every stadium bathroom I've ever been in now, and porta potty outside, because that certainly counts for the game day experience. If you've ever seen a porta potty at an Eagle's tailgate, that is- Horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. It's one of the worst things in the world. It's just, it is just a trash dump. It is just vile, disgusting garbage, and man- uh, let's go birds, let me tell you, I, <laughs> I try to avoid, I, I do try to at least hit those porta potties up before I go to an Eagles game, though, because I know the bathroom line's gonna take forever, it doesn't matter where you are in the stadium, that line is still gonna be long as hell and disgusting. It's also the case, like, Flyers, you almost have to make the conscious choice when you're at a Flyers game to go mid-period, because the line is so long at intermission, and, you know, men... Can we pick up the pace? I don't understand why we're all taking so long. It doesn't make any sense. Come on, guys.
0: People just making big dumps, Steve. No! They're on.
2: at the Yardles! They're taking forever!
0: <laughs> I don't know. How maybe, many... Maybe they've got prostate problems. You don't know. How
2: many stadium beers have you had? Those suckers are very expensive.
0: I just... That's, like, the thing for me is, since I don't really get to drink in stadiums, right? And I don't think I ever really will, because I much prefer watching sports sober so I can fully understand what the hell's going on.
2: Amen, you're telling me that I shouldn't have had ten bud heavies at the Flyers game where they came they started their three O comeback against the Bruins. You're telling me I shouldn't have had ten Bud heavies at that game? Probably not. But N- now like, for the also, record folks, before you I think <laughs> I am a maniac who hates money. I had Lexus Club tickets. I don't think this is even a thing they do anymore. But at that point, the Lexus Club was unlimited beers and, uh, like, basic food, like hot dogs and pizza. So we also were expecting the Flyers to get swept that night, so we were double-fisted on the way back to
0: the seats. Oh, yeah. and Yeah, you had the Lexus uh, Lounge people, like stone cold style tossing you the beers and you're just slamming them. <laughs> oh it was it was
2: it was an abject disaster and it was wonderful but then it was like a good game I'm like okay yeah concentrate alright let's let's get with it stadium beers are one of the biggest rip offs of all time they are insanely expensive and it, like if you ender, if you're ever like oh I'm gonna buy a round well number one only you buy two so you can only buy a round for one other person but then I mean, you plop down your credit card, and that's like 26 bucks. <laughs> Why? This is This is like a case.
0: Yeah, I just... I've not had to deal with any of that. I don't think I'll ever be interested in dealing with any of that. Also, I'm the type of dude where I get to my seat, I sit down, I'm staying there the entire rest of the game, sitting or standing, and like at football games, I'm standing the whole time. So I... I'm not interested in anything that makes me have to use the bathroom. Good for you. To be quite frank.
2: Well, and you know, based on what we're saying, whatever you can do to avoid the bathroom,
0: do it. Yeah, the bathroom is where a lot of these horror stories come from. The other one that I wanted to tell was a high school football stadium. Um, And I I wrote in the show notes something that's kind of incorrect about this. But basically, a lot of high school football stadiums, um, I don't know if it's the exact same up uh, by you guys, but... For us, it'll be you have one bathroom, and that's it. Um, and it's for about 1,500 to 1,000 people at a game, if there are, like, a lot of people there. And a lot of them had those, like, troughs, too, rather than the urinals, because these are, these are, like, bathrooms that were built in the 80s or the 90s, and they're, they're public use, so they didn't really put too much effort into them. and some dude took a dump in one of the (laughs) one of the trucks and just left it there (laughs) and it it was like right in the middle and the rest of the spots were occupied i had like five minutes before i had to get back to uh the band section band kit here and uh that was the only that was the only area that was unoccupied i was like oh my (laughs) god i'm not I'll just hold it. It'll be fine. But yeah, uh high school high school football venues, pretty horrifying. I would not recommend.
2: I mean I, recommend. I, I have to imagine the upkeep on those is minimal at the very least. Nobody's getting paid enough to oh, deal with that. Non
0: existent. Non existent. Like The custodians just don't go in there. No. And honestly, props to them, because they don't get enough money to do that. (laughs) No,
2: nobody is possibly paid enough to deal with that shit. Maybe Jeff Bezos, and you know he sure as shit ain't doing that. I, man, the the trough urinal is one of the most bizarre ideas. I'm sure it made a lot of sense way, way, way back in the day for efficiency. But when I see one of those in modern day, I'm just mortified. When I... I will say I was a little amused when I saw it at the Cubs game. I'm like, this is such an old-timey park. Like, I went to Wrigley Field, I think, a couple years before they even got, like, a screen up there. There was just nothing. And it oh was glorious. But So I, I I took in the trough as like, okay, nice old-timey feel to this one. All right, I'll take it here. But the only other time I've used a trough urinal
0: is at, like, a carnival. We need to get off of this topic. <laughs> we're, we're devolving into just pure, like high school bathroom talk here so let's let's literal (laughs) literal
2: high school bathroom talk but regardless i'm just glad i haven't been in a stadium situation like the one that you just you told me at fedex field because that's just that's an actual nightmare scenario
0: yeah there's like that and then also uh different different stadium in miami because the orange bowl uh as far as i can recall is no longer operational but Hard Rock Stadium is there, and I don't know if you saw that this weekend, but at Miami versus App State, uh, there was a cat that was just hanging off the edge of, like, the upper decks, and it was about to fall, and then these dudes who had an American flag for, uh, like, 9-11 remembrance, they stretched it out and they caught the cat, like, old-timey firefighter style. Holy
2: shit, I missed that.
0: And then, of course, because these are a bunch of drunk-ass dudes at a Miami football game, their immediate reaction is to pick up this terrified, scrambly cat and hold it up like Simba. So I imagine that the dude's arms look like the cat just like took a can opener too. Oh, right? yeah, but,
2: cats will scratch the shit out of you even when they're not terrified.
0: Yeah, but just just some wonderful stadium stuff happened this weekend. Uh, so that's 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 where this segment of this show has come from stadiums are, of my mind
2: stadiums <laughs> are just a, wonderful places where nothing but magic and glory happens
0: uh for sure like uh the flyers winning every single outdoor game that's definitely how that's
2: it. they've won every hey i was at the one they won and i couldn't be happier about that and you know there's just nothing like when you're together with a bunch of flyers fans and you're feeling collectively happy like say after a goal is scored right and you're all just joining in on the same experience and the same song one that all of you can really get into and enjoy look at this segue my god this is what the master does but (laughs) i i have to say it has been a minute since the flyers have had a proper goal song that we can all enjoy and we have not felt the shake. They really tried to make feel the shake. And
0: they're... the shake! Oh, what a terrible song. What
2: is... Like, what even is this song? Like, the Flyers have found this category of... It, I don't even think it's new metal at this point. Just, like, weird, just dumb, bland rock that they play. And it's just this, like... Fight! Hit! Like, just... I, what is this shit? I, where do you even find this? But it looks like the Flyers have realized... Nobody likes this. Nobody likes what we've done, and they do care. So now they want the fans to help them choose the goal song. And I love Flyers fans. I love you all, but I don't trust you. I don't trust you to make the right choice. I trust Flyperbole listeners, but I don't trust the Flyers fan base as a whole to make the right choice here. So we we have ideas. We have thoughts on this. And I am going to start with the first case, and this is my most famous case. This is probably, you know, when I die, this is going to be at my eulogy, the time Steve got 200 or so people to sign a stupid petition for whoomp, there it is. That's right, whoomp, there it is. My, I think, 2014 petition has come back around that it is more relevant than ever. Back when I was podcasting with Hal Greenblatt. Shout out to the Flyers Faithful Podcast and Hal Greenblatt. How you doing, Hal? But, Whoop, There It Is was my choice. Because it was featured in the Mighty Ducks 2. And, it's just a great early 90's jock jam. It is a song that gets the blood flowing. It says, Guess what, assholes? We just scored on you." That's what Whoop, There It Is is all about. It's a great goal song. And frankly, frankly, The Flyers are as white as vanilla pudding. So to have anything that is just slightly less (laughs) white as vanilla pudding would be a nice change of pace for the Philadelphia Hockey Flyers. That would be nice. So I am fully backing, there it is, with a slight caveat to, I, I just have, there's a couple other, you know, throwbacks here that I enjoyed that I would not mind if any of these went out. Well, one of them. I'm not the biggest fan of, but the other ones I am a fan of. So the first one I want to talk about, and this is the goal song for my youth. And this would be very appropriate considering, uh, another recent death, too many great celebrities dying in recent years. But, uh, Eddie Van Halen, Van Halen ain't talking about love. One of my favorite goal songs. They used that in the nineties. The Hey, Hey, Hey was so good after a goal. Joining in on that was just awesome. It's a kick-ass song. Would not be mad if that one. And you know the one from the cup run? From the I guess O five six seven eight nine ten realm. Brohim. Brohim was awesome too. I know that's a little more associated with the Ducks, so maybe maybe not on that, but I wouldn't be mad if Brohim made a comeback.
0: Yeah, I I'm a huge fan of all of these picks, particularly when, there it is, because you you my, my opinion on goal horns and goal songs in particular, uh, I've laid this out many a time on the internet. I even wrote an article saying that the Flyers needed to get a better goal song back in June. Oh, wow. Um, so Maybe yeah, they read that. Fully credit, you can fully credit me for this happening. You should but, take um, all
2: the credit, pat yourself on the back.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I'm a hashtag insider. The organization <laughs> listens to me. I mean, the organization clearly listens to Flyperbole. We know this. Go. I mean, they have the uh, deconstruction room and uh, the
2: the the di- the disassembly room. The
0: disassembly room. That's it. The disassembly room and uh, it's the, the spectrum park, room. So. You
2: jerk offs. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. not calling you guys here. Come on the show. We'll have a full discussion about it, a full logical, reasonable discussion. As I sweat about in how you
0: stole Steve's idea. <laughs> <laughs> they made
2: it worse. I mean, I I like the wrecking part, but you you need the atmosphere.
0: We need we need more cigarettes. We need more cigarettes and stale beer. <laughs> and
2: stank weed just like skunked
0: weed uh this hell yeah let's let's get all of that going but and talking about love definitely has like two of the three elements that i really like which is i, I think if you're gonna have a gold cool song you need two of the three of speed something that people can chant pretty easily and then like power chords or a really cool guitar riff or something with some heavy bass yep and Talking About Love has a sick-ass uh, guitar riff that is probably my favorite Van Halen guitar riff to open everything up. Um, and then also has the Hey, Hey, Hey. So that's something you can chant. Now, hey, it's not the hey, fastest hey. song, but it's it's a good pick. And then Bro Him. I'm kind of against using Bro Him just because I would like the Flyers to remind me as little of the Ducks as possible because <laughs> fuck the Ducks. But not a bad song. Definitely fits like all three categories here it moves pretty fast um it's got the chant and then also plenty of power it's got that big kicking guitar riff behind it and then the one that you haven't mentioned on here that or there there are two on here you haven't mentioned yet yeah
2: so the, the next one up is also a choice from a few years back and i know this was a popular one with a lot of people i believe danny briere picked this one and that is dupe the problem with Dupe, that's a Philadelphia Union song. Well, th- I have two problems with Dupe. That's a Philadelphia Union song, so don't steal from the other teams, frankly. Let the Union have their thing. But the other thing is, it's just not, for me personally, it's just not my style. That's I am more of a hard rock guy at the end of the day. I know you're all shocked to hear this. Uh, I like lots of different types of music, but ultimately I tend to be more on the rock side of things. And Dupe is just a little bit too on the electronic side for me. It's just not my personal preference.
0: Yeah, I I get that. I think the only thing preventing Dupe from being a great goal song is the fact that the union used it. Because when it was used, in my opinion, it was the best or second best goal song in the league. But, because, I mean, first off, you got the chant there, you've got the heavy bass, and then also you've got the audio clip in there where it goes, Is everybody having a good time tonight? Which is also fantastic. And and there's just there's just so much with dupe that works so well. It does work uh, well. I'm not a huge techno guy, but I feel like dupe is just an absolute banger. Particularly compared to all the other techno and like electronic songs around the league that have been used, um, and even the Flyers ones. Uh there've been there have been some really bad Flyers ones in recent years. Yeah,
2: there was one they used a couple years ago. I have no idea what the title was on that one, but I I just remember not liking
0: it. Uh I can't remember. It has. Shoot, I can't remember the name. I know they used a MGMT remix of uh Pursuit of Happiness. Um along with <sighs> I can't remember, um who exactly the other artist was it was like a remix of the two songs and that one was actually kind of interesting i just felt like they tried to do too much with it but the one on here that we have yet to mention that i feel like would be also a really funny pick and a good pick if you're going for something that's more like st louis blues-esque in that it's not gonna get the arena crazy hype or anything but it's just like a nice traditional thing that you could see the team Having for a while in the future is using the uh, action news theme.
2: Bum, bum, action news, but you have bum, to get the bum, action bum. news with Jim. <laughs> no, <laughs> which would be great. But well, I will say this for the action news theme. Okay, it is fantastic. It's a great piece of music. And when I was at that bar in Key West, and they were playing that after Eagles touchdowns, man, I was pumped up. I loved it. I'm all for it. I know people mentioned specifically. I think the the Doc Pizza remix of uh, Action News theme. So that you know, there's there's some some fun options there. I I love hearing the Action News theme. I don't know about it as a goal song for every time, but I sure as shit wouldn't mind hearing it every game.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think my thing is that personally, I I think the Blues like goal song. The fact that they play um, where the Saints go marching in. Um, on the organ or whatever, just kind of is lame. Uh, I want to turn the hell up whenever the team scores. Like as much as I hate to admit it, and we'll we'll kind of talk about probably later in this uh, part of the show, goal horns that we really like and goal songs that we really like. But the Rangers have a really good goal song. Um, it's just got the heavy guitar and it's got something that people can chant, and that's basically all i really ask for it's all you
2: need it's its not a complicated science and that's why i'm almost disappointed that the flyers haven't really tried to make an original one i'm surprised all the teams in the league don't try to do something like this yeah slap shot is cool because it's it's like a cool cross promotional thing where, and especially do it with, like, local music. If you're in a city like Philly where you have cool local musicians, or even not-so-cool-but-fun ones, uh, why not reach out and try to make something happen? Like, my specific idea, and I don't know if they'd go for it, I don't know if the Flyers have tried this, and it hasn't happened, but, I mean... Mother motherfucking Roots are from Philadelphia. Come on, man. Like, if you get a song from the Roots, an original Goal song from the Roots, how friggin' cool would that be? And that's a band who knows how to make chantable stuff, who knows how to get people moving, who knows how to, you know, amp it up. Like, that would be killer. But it would never happen.
0: No. My my thought was like, uh, how did I just completely lose my train of thought? Oh, my goodness. Um, the The Roots would be really cool i i would love to see that but i just really doubt that the city would ever get behind it for whatever reason the flyers are just very resistant to booking local musicians of any level of fame uh philly also has a really cool like punk scene and alternative scene um and a lot of good underground stuff uh and then also if you wanted like a more mainstream pick this just sort of came to mind for me although the sabers use this song right now uh you could do. Let me C- clear my throat by uh, DJ Cool. Oh, I'm um, jealous. of, local of that fame.
2: One. I I am jealous of that one for the Sabers because that's just a great
0: one. That's a banger, and like local artist, right? Um, so that would be great if the Sabers could just not because they don't deserve a good song. No, what do terrible. they score?
2: Five goals a year?
0: Yeah. So just give that to us. Uh, let us have that. That'd be cool because. That's that's a great one. I really do enjoy that. Um and then you have uh the easy voice clip that you can put in there of somebody makes some noise up in this joint mm. right from the song that you can drop in there too. I think they have that in the goal song. So yeah, that that'd be cool. But I just it's kind of doubtful. Like you have here stuff about hollow Oh, Hollands, obviously.
2: Temple University's own Hollands. The Hooters
0: Oates. or Fly the roots just or whatever.
2: Go fly listen to this yeah.
0: and then the goal horn. not happening do it no
2: woo and then everybody goes woo at, at that point come on it's perfect i wrote that take it from for me the flyers
0: yeah uh <laughs> they should they should just take that submission just record you singing that and then oh, make that the goal I, I think so honestly would it be much worse than the hurricanes <laughs> have you ever heard that what, one? what is
2: the hurricanes one
0: You've got to go look this up. To anybody listening, right, right I'll now, look this up right now. Go look up. Go look up. Hurricanes goal song. Amen. You talk
2: about it's some of guy, your guys, and I'm going to look up the Hurricanes one.
0: <laughs> it's a guy saying, "That's a Carolina Hurricanes goal," and then he just starts like making noise, and it's hilarious. You've got to. You've got to listen to it.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.
0: Um, so my picks here that I've got listed, uh, we have Philly's own The Wonder Years, uh, led by Soupy Campbell. Um, I know that literally every dude whose last name is Campbell is nicknamed Soupy, but I'm just going to refer to him as such. He is the Soupy, uh, but they have Came Out Swingin', uh, which is a great Philly anthem. Um, could use the end of this song where it's literally just Came Out Swinging" from a South Philly basement kicked in uh still being in sweat under a half lit fluorescence like that kind of stuff and it's just that with hard guitar riffs in the background sounds like a perfect banger of a goal song to me local artist i'm sure they'd be more than happy to get some extra exposure because while they're beloved by a decent portion of like philly rock fans and philly punk fans the one of yours are not an international name um fly again by turnstile turnstile really great band out of baltimore um fly again just like a hard banger of a song has the word fly in it so there you go there's your flyers connection um and like if you want some true headbang stuff they're a really good pick uh telling lies by the menzingers menzingers another local band um another philly special uh telling lies good song, has a lot of really chantable stuff in it, uh but my two main picks outside of Came Out Swing, cause that would be great, are Colossus by English punk band Idols, which has this section which it's, it's literally just like not not like primal screaming or anything like that, but it's, it's basically the part of Bro Him that everybody knows, Whoa. but a little bit different uh-huh. Yeah, it's just a different, different like, scaling of it and everything. But it's the same idea there and just really punches. Um, and that's, I put that in my article back in June, um, like a really badly clipped version of that with the Flyers' gold horn. Um, I think that would be sick. You just loop the one section, kind of like uh, the Devils have done with uh, Hal and you can put some air horns over that, or something like that, or, uh, air raid sirens, or whatever, um, to spice that up, and then the other one is Festival Song by Jeff Rosenstock, again, end of the song, just has, like, a really easy arena chant that you could work with, um, also just a really good song, uh, and Jeff Rosenstock rules, so, those those were mine. Um, have you now listened to this Carolina Hurricanes goal song? Yes,
2: I have. And what the <laughs> hell did I just listen
0: to? Uh, garbage. It's terrible. <laughs> it's
2: trash. It's and so it's okay. been
0: that way for years. It's so I don't know why. It's so to me
2: because the Hurricanes... I, you know, we obviously criticize them for making some moves counter to this, but the Hurricanes have been one of the more fun franchises
0: in the NHL in recent years. And make it freaking wagon wheel, dude. Darius Rucker. That song literally references going to Raleigh. Like, do that. Just do that.
2: That's all I know from Darius Rucker. I, I also just <laughs> I don't wanna be with you. The dolphins make me cry. The flyers make me cry. There we go. I I also just remembered. I used to fiddle around way too much with the music aspect of this when Oh god, I'm I'm getting in the way back machine here, but I think NHL 11, it was either 11 or 13, you could customize all your goal songs and I uh, went
0: 12. NHL 12, I didn't have NHL 12, 12 you could So do at 11 that. I Marty did that.
2: 11. on the cover. Yeah, I didn't get 12 cuz it had Marty Brodeur on the cover. <laughs> Fair. But Eleven, I went overboard with it, and I, I had a ton of Goal songs, and it was awesome. I think I was using primarily for myself, For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica.
0: That's a good pick, too. Um, Just, like, any, anything that just kind of really, like, you could bang your head to, and there's, like, a chant or something really recognizable about it would be cool. There are just so many easy picks. That are better than what the Flyers have been using? Oh,
2: amen. we we have the perfect option. Why isn't it, why isn't it the middle of Freak on a Leash? <laughs> <laughs> just an entire arena of people going... I can't even do it with a straight face. Like, I am cracking up halfway through even saying it. It's just so It's absurd.
0: It's... Oh my god. What a... Are we just going to talk about freak on a leash for every single episode that I'm on for until the end of time now. Yes, that that's that's the here? plan, yes.
2: No, I, I, it will definitely run out of steam in a, a week or two. We'll get there. But for now, it's gonna come up. I don't even, it just came up organically this time. I didn't have that planned or anything. You didn't even force it. I didn't, didn't even force, it, force it. it. It was just completely organic. And my final option here is to just take noted, now noted Flyers fan, Jason Momoa, just screaming Either in Dothraki or non-Dothraki or something. Just Jason Momoa just screaming. There you go.
0: That that sounds cool. Or maybe, to me. May, I don't know.
2: maybe Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny of Philadelphia <laughs> just making some weird Danny DeVito noises. Oh uh, man. Egg, they, egg, they definitely egg, 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 egg.
0: egg. <laughs> they definitely could uh just like put clips of Danny DeVito from It's Always Sunny and use those in Arena for like I don't know, just reference to the other team just dunking on them. If somebody could make a clip of Danny
2: DeVito Always Sunny clips, and maybe also just throw in the Penguin from Batman Returns going, I'm gonna play this town like a harp out of hell. <laughs> just put that into a fun remixy tune or something. Like, if you put that together I will retweet the shit out of that because <laughs> that's put, Danny DeVito saying all sorts of Always Sunny clips to the action news team and I'm in
0: that would be amazing or dupe. Uh, egg egg egg, <laughs> egg 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 oh my god and then that... i started blasting <laughs> can i offer you an egg in this trying time
2: <laughs> so
0: good so good <laughs> oh man that entire scene in the limo might be like one of the funniest three minute clips of television ever charlie's my constituent charlie's texas
2: accent yeah <laughs> just vomiting blood i like pissed myself
0: laughing that was so good <laughs> uh so let's let's talk about a couple of goal horns that we actually like um around the league i mean there's not a ton of discussion here but we could argue i guess if we come into conflict on which ones we like i have a couple off the top of my head that i really love i'm gonna let you lead this discussion
2: because i think you're slightly more versed in goal songs than i am or uh, goal horns oh.
0: I, I've i been obsessed with them for a very long time because I feel like they're a critical portion of the fan experience. That's true. Uh, particularly as a Nashville Predators fan where we like base all our chants around the goal horn. So uh, around the league, obviously I'm biased. I really like the Preds one, um, not because of the song itself, but just because the whole arena knows the words and then you have chants based off of it that are very fun. Um, but in terms of just pure quality, as much as it pains me to say it, the Devils and the Rangers have the two best goal songs in the league. No! And I really, I really hate to say that, because... I will say the beat. Like, fuck both those teams. The beat writers but, always praise
2: the music played at Devils games, so the Devils do have that one aspect going correctly for them.
0: Well, like, the Devils, the Devils did it right in that they've got something that's chantable, it's got pace, it's got a cool little jangly guitar riff at the opening of it, and it's by a local artist and it works with chance right so like the the existing ones they had it's a chantable thing because it's literally just hey like that but uh i'm sure everybody listening really liked my rendition of that but uh that and then they can do the little you suck chance over the top of that and everything um so that one rules, to be honest with you. How by the Gaslight Anthem—that is a great song. They—they they do
2: love telling people how much they—they they suck, by the way, because that's an unforgettable part of the the Devils' experience. Is Rangers suck, Flyers swallow.
0: Eh, owned. I am oh a, so uh, owned. <laughs> let me tell you,
2: like get over your Rangers inferiority complex, folks. Come on. I will say, I just listened to all three Gold Horns, and they are all very good.
0: The the Devils' one is great. I think that's the best in the league. The Rangers one, slap shot, Great song. Great chant to go with it. I would say the other ones that I really like... Some of these are defunct. I'll be straight. Oh, baby. We had... What was that right there? I was, was just playing. I
2: thought I was on mute. I, I feel like we guys going to have the we have to have you quizzed on which one's which now after that maybe next week that was the caps that's correct and I was like don't the caps have something annoying and yes they do it's the police siren it's rock
0: the red oh they have the police sirens and then it's literally just them yelling rock the red the police and sirens
2: it. kill me every time
0: I hate <sighs> them yeah they're they're definitely on my list of no-nos if you're creating a custom horn. You should not have a police siren. They hurt my ears. They hurt
2: everyone's ears. They're obnoxious. I mean, Washington fans <laughs> have only suck. existed for about 15 years at this point. However long Ovechkin's yeah. been there.
0: I mean, can you really blame them, though? Those early teams were not fun. They
2: suck and They're I hate terrible.
0: them. Terrible. Uh, fair. They don't deserve Alex Ovechkin. But, yeah, the, the other ones that I really love, thinking back, the Canucks back when they had holiday was fantastic. That's one of the best ones, period. Um when they had Green Day's Holiday, that was great. Oh, that was uh, good. And and Holiday was
2: uh one of the better Green Day tracks for for you know post-goal celebration.
0: That's a great one. That's a good example of like if you're not gonna have something that's chantable or whatever, that's a good example of what you do need to have. Um and then also I'm a really big fan currently of the Winnipeg Jets, uh, goal horn and goal song. Um, I think it's really cool that they use a train whistle, um, or a train horn. I think it's, I think it's, yeah, it's a train horn from like the Winnipeg area. So that's pretty neat. Uh, and then also I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of this one, but like, again, just a good example of have stuff that people can chant um literally titled crowd chant um i can't remember the artist's name for some reason he's a steve vi disciple but uh minnesota and the islanders both use that song so okay uh that's that's a pretty good joe one satriani
2: too. is who you're thinking
0: yeah that's him he also has written uh like satch Boogie and surfing with the alien and stuff like that. that's right i liked his music a lot does
2: joe satriani this is i'm sure something that you wouldn't know but now i'm thinking out loud i'm wondering if joe satriani joe satriani joe satriani has like a weird infomercial because i remember seeing one from back in the day Mm. but i could be wrong i'm i'm looking this up now but this is something i remember but i could just be again this could be a mandela effect thing but I feel like something used to came on, come on, like late night TV that I would see. But I don't know.
0: Other great ones that I can recall. After this, the I want to hear the bad ones. Okay, yeah, I have plenty of those. Um, the Habs when they used Lebu was fantastic. That's like another one where it's like a perfect example of how if you use something local or something that's written for the team, it works beautifully. Um, Lebu. Was a song literally written in celebration of the Montreal Canadiens by like a band that was made up of fans of the Canadiens, um, and that's 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 like a perfect fit right there. Um, and then, bro, him, great, great song great, for gets uh, what you're trying in, to you go now. for. Uh, I'm just trying to think of other ones here. Zombination uh, is old. Still works, though.
2: I want to talk about one of the most infamous ones of all time.
0: All right. I want to talk about... Okay.
2: Motherfucking Chelsea Dagger right here. Oh,
0: obviously, like, probably if we're just talking historically for, like, longest run while still remaining, like, top three in the league, that's got to be it, right? It is the example. It is
2: iconic, and it's absolutely annoying as shit if you are not a Chicago it's hockey infuriating. fan.
0: infuriating. I I get fucking nightmares when Chelsea Daggers played. It came on a a mix at like an Auburn Social a year or two ago and I like actually had mild PTSD. Turn this Um, off! (laughs) I was just like, oh god, the visions, they're
2: coming back to haunt me. Oh yeah, I just think about like Patrick Kane celebrating next to Michael Layton, and I get I, I start twitching, and I hate it so much.
0: Uh, 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 I it's infuriating,
2: but it's kind of a great weapon for Chicago because nobody wants to hear it, and every time you hear it, it sears into your soul.
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm I'm looking at the list now because I needed I needed some actual reference. I don't remember all of these perfectly off the top of my head. The Blue Jackets have a really cool one, too, because they have, for those about to rock, the the cannon fires.
2: That's the only thing I like about the Blue Jackets, is that and the cannon. Like, the cannon's cool. And then
0: they have Whip by Loxley, uh, which is another really easy chant, right? And I'm looking at other ones. Uh... Hate to say this, but the Penguins, when they were using Jump Around, that was pretty good. Jump
2: Around is got that whoomp-there-it-is energy to it. Energy, it's right? So that's what I mean, perfect stuff.
0: counter. Just use jock jams for everything, NHL. Florida, I forgot, they started using Sweetness um, by Jimmy Eat World, which is a great song. Oh. I don't know that that's the best post-goal song, in my opinion, but that's like NHL 04, you know, beautiful nostalgia.
2: Did you know that if you say Jimmy Eat World three times on this podcast Charlie, Charlie will appear oh hey Charlie how's it going <laughs> there he is he just he just came from the gym <laughs> he just showed up from <laughs> the gym and he heard the magic words Jimmy eats wor- Jimmy eat it wor- <laughs> just
0: uh oh I completely forgot about this uh so one of like the three good things about the coyotes is that they have howling for you by the black keys yes. which literally has a coyote howl built into the song like are they built it into the song and that's great that's great and it also has the chant at the end um so that fits super well uh but just looking through some of these other ones like either terrible or really generic um or they just kind of need to change some stuff around here uh so bad ones like really shitty ones um or at the very least just super annoying ones The stars. Um, they, they literally just say, Dallas, stars, Dallas, stars, over and over and over <laughs> again, after they score, in that, like, cadence, with drum beats in between. Wow. And it's terrible. No bueno. Um, no buena. I think the actual song itself is Pantera, which rules, because Pantera is great. Sure. But, um... I have zero recollection of like the actual song because as soon as the song starts, they start doing the dumb Dallas Stars chant and it just is so (laughs) obnoxious and it's not even like fun or anything like that. It's, it's just repeating two words over and over again until everybody dies. Um, Calgary is a good example of how, if you're going to use a rock song, it needs to be fast. Cause they use TNT by ACDC and it's just kind of too slow.
2: I love TNT. I, I, I like that one, but I don't love that one.
0: I, I, it's just not a good, you, like... but it's
2: also got, it does have some good chant ability though.
0: Yeah, but like, Aye. Aye. is that, is that what you're using to like get an entire crowd pump the fuck up after an overtime goal? No. Right. It's too slow. You need something that's pacey. Cause it's got it's got to match the fact that your heart is literally beating out of your damn chest mm. when it happens. Um, I, I only mildly agree with you on that one. I, I do love TNT and I love the chantability of it. Oi, oi. I'll, I'll fight you on that. Vegas lights by Panic at the Disco. Another one where I'm just like, poppy songs do not fit. Don't use them. And then like a lot of these are just really forgettable. I'm trying to think. I think the Sharks use get yeah they use get ready for this by two unlimited which is a really weird pick um that just for some reason makes me think of the lego movie
2: (laughs) why don't they just use everything is awesome then
0: the the red wings they formerly used like an andrew wk song and then now they use a remix of andrew wk with like timmy trumpet which is just a bad edm okay i was gonna
2: are you making that up that doesn't sound real
0: nah that's a real dude um so there's that i mean you can't go wrong well i was
2: gonna say you can't go wrong with andrew wk but they found a way
0: i would say anybody's still using song 2 in the modern era. i love song 2 yeah that's a very very like last two decades ago thing at this point yeah like come the fuck on you can be more creative than that that's like using Goddamn Gary Glitter at this oh point. Oh my
2: god, which I, I would recommend you don't use that because, you know, pedophile? But, so don't do that? Yeah. I'm and looking the last at you, one... goddamn Joker movie, still mad about that whole scene. Whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Never mind,
0: let's not talk about it. The last one that I, I'm probably going to catch some heat for this opinion, but the Maple Leafs have been using Hollow Notes. They've been using <sighs> You Make My Dreams. Mm. And I personally feel like that's a terrible... <laughs> Celebration song.
2: Um, just score go flyers! I
0: love that song independently, but when you think of stuff that hypes you up, to you this. make my dreams, does not exactly fit that. Woo! Way. So I'll, I'll personally just say if if the Flyers are going to pick something uh, or have Hollow Notes make something, please make it a little bit more fun than that. Listen
2: to um, this! Alright, Amen. My last comment on this whole goal song thing is i have determined the song that i absolutely do not under any circumstances want to be the flyer's goal song and it involves the word fly this involved me doing a spotify search for fly guess what it's the song fly by sugar ray if it is this Uh, i will throw all of my computers out the window to their doom and retire from podcasting and go live in a cabin in the woods
0: if anybody is proposing a sugar ray song in the year of our lord 2021 you deserve to be put on trial for your crimes against humanity like come on now really (laughs) somebody else you know like there's going to be the same dude who recommends that is like agonizing over that versus who let the dogs out this is this is the conflict who
2: did let the dogs out it's still the question i watched a whole documentary and i still don't know who let the dogs out
0: it's just like uh answering who is the boss from a uh, community
2: i, I believe we need, abed, we need to get abed no in there. abed
0: ordered yeah he he figured that out he did so we need him to figure out who let the dogs out <laughs> it's true uh but yeah my my uh cursed tweet that i put out into the universe uh when the flyers released this was oh like this could not possibly go wrong and it's worth noting if y'all haven't figured this out yet, um, the Flyers are letting people upload their own music too. So that's pretty cool. But in a nightmare universe somewhere, the Flyers pick the shitty Applebee's commercial song as their goal <laughs> song.
2: <laughs> oh my God, the new one? The
0: new Applebee's? Commercial? Yeah, the Applebee's, I... the like fancy like Applebee's yep, thing. I, I had to start
2: muting that when it came on TV over the
0: past it's couple 40 of months. catchy. It's too catchy. I, I don't need and that cursed sense
2: in my brain. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, so they they're gonna use that. Uh, you heard it here first. No, vez. if they no. actually do use that, uh, you you can uh, reach me at uh, Hinks on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. The one and only Hinks. That's me. That's me at Hinks, spelled H-I-N-X. You can you can direct all your complaints there. I will be sure to answer you. <laughs> just perfect just
2: perfect <sighs>
0: well let's
2: look we're putting our weight behind Wump. there it is it is a a oh, yeah. not quite decade old quest at this point but it's close enough to that that i can almost call it that i've been this petition is old at this point i was this is something i pushed for a while ago and it would be friggin hysterical if we made this work. And it'd be awesome! I think it would just be awesome. It would be a great crowd pleaser, and it would be a great throwback. It'd be fantastic for all parties involved.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's it's probably the best option on here, if I'm being honest. I like some of my picks. I like some of the stuff that you mentioned in here. But, Wump is the clear choice, in my opinion. I'm gonna use my huge, uh, you know, vast savings that I have from all of the big bucks that I make writing and blogging and podcasting <laughs> and, uh, pay for an advertising campaign in Philadelphia to get this stuff. Oh, beautiful. So. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen.
2: Fly Pantyacs. Whoop! There it is. It's what Michael Scott would call a win,
0: win, win. How much do you think it would cost to, uh, put up on a billboard in Philly, like near the Farg?
2: Depends on the neighborhood Coast in Philly. The <laughs> near the farm yeah, would like, probably cost a lot because there's a lot of traffic moving in
0: and out of that area. Like, yeah, it, so... But, you know, uh, maybe a highway sign or something like that. I mean, I know, uh, obviously, Philly, a little different situation, but uh, some Rangers fans put up a sign that basically said, Come to come to New York, Jack Eichel. Uh, come to New York City. Uh, like, right outside of KeyBank or right near the highway. <laughs> Uh, so maybe we should do the same thing, but just encouraging Flyers fans to vote for whoop. There it is.
2: Let's make it happen. Gang. Let's make it happen. Finally,
0: another sad note to end the show. God, on. We're really just, I mean, it's not my fault. It's these. the world's
2: fault at this point. I, I, another rest in peace. And this one is another one that hits close and it, it sucks. Uh, Norm Macdonald passed away today and apparently he's been dealing with cancer for a decade and nobody knew because that's just how Norm wanted it. And Norm's just been tweeting, live tweeting sports this whole time, <laughs> which just is the most Norm thing he could have done. I, this sucks for me. I am such a big Norm McDonald fan. He was a staple of SNL growing up for me. I always love that deadpan delivery. He's my favorite weekend update guy. And He's just so dry, so deadpan. Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy, such a good one. I mean, I... Turd Ferguson. Yeah, Turd Ferguson. <laughs> it, it was such a delight when I went to that museum in Chicago and they had that SNL exhibit and I got to stand behind the goddamn Turt Ferguson podium. That was... I was just, like, grinning about that. I was so happy about that. And I, I love I loved Norm McDonald. I thought he was so great, and I was really sad to hear this. And one of the highlights for me is always, a bunch of people put that out there today, but his, his Comedy Central roast, where he just turned the entire concept of a roast on its head, on the roast of Bob Saget, where he just started doing just the corniest, oldest dad jokes you can imagine. And it's just... I watched it before we recorded tonight, and it made me laugh so hard.
0: Oh, it's so good. He
2: catches that entire stage off guard and the, you know, the old, like, the old guard, as far as, like, the guys who do the roast and take the roast seriously, were not enjoying it. But, like, he's like a comics comic. He's the guy that a lot of the comedians just thought that was, like, one of the funniest things they had ever seen. Just the way he went out there and turned it all on its head. Just a genius move. And, and Norm
0: was just awesome so i'll i'll be honest um norm Macdonald is my favorite comedian ever um just period and today is a really crushing thing because it's just the funniest fucking dude um talking about that clip earlier from the roast like the the story behind that is they were like harping on him really hard to be like outrageous and unexpected and like shock people was kind of the idea because those know, roasts like, are
2: always like let's say the most shocking thing possible like i think the old joke you know, is like, always like i wouldn't fuck her with b Arthur dick
0: yeah not even just that but like uh you know like norm, cover norm has a reputation off,
2: guys please cover the children th- no children should ever listen to hyperbole
0: i include you no. uh <laughs> uh no but like You know, Norm, like, had a reputation, for good reason, as, like, not being a super politically correct dude. So they probably were like, play that shit up. And what he decided to do in Norm fashion is he bought a joke book for retirement, like, a retirement party. He bought one. Yes. And then he just used those jokes And that was it. That's what he was doing up there. (laughs) He's just reading them and then like reasserting the fact that the joke had been told or that it was over. He was purposefully being terrible and it was fantastic. Um, That the moth joke on Conan is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Um, Just like him on Conan in general, he's got to be the best late night guest ever uh he was fantastic i think
2: conan is is so great for allowing people to pull gags like that and go off the basic script whenever they're on their show i've always appreciated that about conan like the fact that every time paul rudd is on he pulls out the same ridiculous movie clip every goddamn time and it's always hysterical
0: Conan Conan, another guy who the entertainment industry is gonna miss a lot. Although he's not dead. He's just retired. But Well, he's gonna be doing uh,
2: something on HBO. Who even knows what that's gonna be? But you
0: know, he's not doing Conan anything. He's not, he's doing, not Conan. doing the late night show. And that's I personally can't stand any of the late night shows currently. Like SNL is just kinda cringy. Um Jimmy Kimmel is terrible. Uh like John Oliver is i i have trouble stomaching him and seth myers seth myers can be funny occasionally i like seth myers
2: um, i i think and actually i came around on seth myers because at a period i didn't like him but now i i do like it, it well seth myers is one of those guys who i think he has good conversations with people like he had a great conversation with his good friend john mulaney the other day that was oh yeah you know, that, that was great that was really great but i i mean like conan is just so good because he he's a true like comic mind. let people
0: be themselves. Like,
2: who else is going to let a guy come on and play Mac and Me clips every time? (laughs) And it's the same clip! Same clip every time, and it's amazing. He's just, like, he's Conan. He's so great. I love Conan. He's one of the great Simpsons writers from back in the day, SNL writer. Like, he's awesome. I love Conan. But, I mean, just circling back to Norm, I mean, this is just a guy who will definitely be missed. Definitely would swing for the fences and let things be weird let things be dry and not weird in like an adult swim sort of way he would just kind of like let things be awkward weird
0: i just there there are too many i spent probably about i i'm semi-embarrassed to admit this because this is not the most productive use of time but I probably spent about an hour and a half or 2 hours today watching Norm clips when I found out that he had passed away. I watched um,
2: a bunch of SNL 95 episodes, which is not even a good season, but it's all Norm weekend
0: updates. He's so funny. The the stuff that I would highly recommend if y'all haven't seen it to go and watch, which I'm sure a lot of our listeners have seen or heard of Norm Macdonald. But if they haven't, um the moth joke is forever one of the funniest dumbest most norm things i've ever heard um there's a clip of him with uh jerry seinfeld in a car and it's i think comedians in cars getting coffee is the name of the show or something correct no that that.
2: that, it's literally
0: that yeah but uh they're they're talking and like he has a absolutely hilarious joke about uh bill cosby um that that's in there. Uh, anything on Conan, he was fantastic. Uh, there's also, he had his own, like, little show for a little yes, bit. Yes, his
2: Netflix show? That was weird as hell. And it was really good, though. It was great. Um, I loved it. And, and there's... Uh, of <laughs> course you have the The celebrity Jeopardies and the weekend updates on SNL, like those are oh, all. Yeah. I mean, not every weekend update's gonna be gold, cool, but they're most. There's so many great moments in there, there especially so many good clips. Sherman's love David Hasselhoff always makes me laugh, <laughs> and of course, is just continuing. You know, just picking on OJ Simpson, which is a very justified picking on, and like I, I put this on my Instagram today was the this clip of. <laughs> He put up a, a Dr. Seuss book title and said,
0: Green Eggs and Ham and OJ is Guilty. He's just, like, one of the, just God, it, truly proof that comedy is all about delivery. Because uh, he could just make anything funny. I mean, one of, one of like, the most ridiculous things that I've ever seen. Um, Norm, definitely a guy who, like, actually did feel like um, 9-11 was, like, a horrible thing, right? But, there's a clip out there somewhere of him just like delivering 9-11 was a horrible tragedy in like the most weird offbeat way just for the sole purpose of getting a clip of like a celebrity he's interviewing laughing at him saying that (laughs) just like really really fucked up um so that they could use that out of context and it's that's like just another good example of what kind of like screwed up old fogey he was um but just like in the best way possible um there's that and then i think maybe my favorite thing that i've ever seen of him is when he did the espies and i believe it was 1998 um he hosted the espies and he just said whatever the hell he wanted it was kind of crazy (laughs) if you go back and watch that clip it's on youtube um, he is just saying all sorts of stuff, and like some of it funnier than others. Some of it more sensitive than other. Oh, parts, he would take
2: like, a lot of swings and not really give a shit about any of them. And I, no. I you gotta respect it. You gotta respect the swings.
0: He he's great though. He's great. And I, well, of course, his most I'm memorable so is
2: sad. uh, <laughs> Happy, not Happy Gilmore. Is Billy Madison's friend who just kind of hangs around and gets high. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, oh, exactly. very norm role. Very norm role. Uh that and then also uh I think it's Dirty Work is the name of the movie. Dirty Work, yes. Uh that's like an underrated pretty okay movie.
2: Um is that, Chappelle on that one too?
0: I can't remember. I believe he is. And then
2: uh yeah, the norm show for a bit Weiner Dog. wiener
0: Dog he's got just so many funny like clips and people are going to be pouring out tributes to him all over the place so just go go watch stuff from him he's one of the greatest comedians of all time um, no i would he probably wouldn't consider himself one but he is no he
2: probably wouldn't but he, he's just the best uh no that was not the one with there's some movie i, I could have sworn there's a movie with him and Chappelle, but that one is Artie lang who is most definitely not dave Chappelle.
0: yeah gonna gonna take a wild <laughs> guess there wild,
2: wild guess i i'm just shocked <laughs> Artie lang outlived or McDonald, because Artie Lang has just looked, like, te- terrible for years. I can't believe
0: this, but... I mean, there there's so many of those where it's like, how the fuck is Steve-O still alive? Well, he, how? he got
2: clean. He actually...
0: Yeah, but, like, Steve-O should have died, like, 30 times.
2: Well, you're just learning the world of jackass, right? Because you
0: yeah you watching yeah. watching through yeah i bought because i found just somewhere in amazon gift card i bought a couple of seasons of jackass on prime uh so that's been an experience
2: yes
0: (laughs) that'll be like if i've got nothing else to watch and i don't feel like being productive i will throw on jackass
2: i mean that's what it's there for
0: that and then it's like either that king of the hill or uh if i'm really feeling brain dead beavis and butthead (laughs) Just go on. Just turn brain off.
2: Just go on YouTube and find the Beavis and ButtHead videos compilation. That's like two hours long.
0: Oh God! Like Great Cornholio well, and all of that other stuff. Y- you might
2: not be aware of this, but they used to watch music videos mid-show on MTV. Yeah, yeah, but they won't show it on any of the re-airings they do. So, but somebody clipped them all together and put it into like a YouTube video.
0: We could fill another 40 minutes. For For I the record, quite, we, we definitely About could. how great Mike Judge
2: is. We could. That's a whole other episode. But I just wanted to say real quick, the movie I was thinking of was Screwed that had Nora McDonald and Dave Chappelle in it.
0: Ah, uh, interesting. Yes, okay. Yes,
2: where a chauffeur kidnaps his rich boss's dog to hold it for ransom, but when she accidentally gets the dog back, she thinks that it's the chauffeur who's been kidnapped.
0: Well. Weird, <laughs> very weird. I know nothing about that movie. Well, uh, it's got
2: Norm McDonald, Dave Chappelle, and Danny DeVito.
0: All right, maybe I'll watch that.
2: <laughs> it's a weird one, but it's you'll probably get some laughs. I mean, it's got Norm in it. It's got Norm in it, but uh, you know, uh, just rest in peace, Norm. I hope you're wearing a uh, funny
0: hat up in the sky. It's funny because it's bigger than a normal. Hat.
2: It's, a, it's funny hat. Name: <laughs> hey, star Ferguson
0: oh so good so
2: it's not my name (laughs) so good i just watched celebrity jeopardy all day and that was pretty much my high school activity right there on Uh, a 56k modem where it took all day to download anything i just
0: i can't i can't believe that he's gone it's it's
2: it sucks it sucks but rest in peace norm and (sighs) another sad note to end things on but we are indeed going to end things here folks we do thank you so much for listening. If you have feedback, the best place is on twitter.com.org.edu.ca You can reach Eamon at Jin and see like UC Soros, the goalie from The Predators. Eamon, what are you working on right now that you want to plug for the people?
0: So, uh, I will be doing flyers things uh, concerning the top 25 under 25 in the coming weeks here. Uh, it might be a little bit before that, but that that's happening. I will be posting Eamon's official ranking of the NHL's Goal Horns uh, pretty soon here. I'm thinking that that'll be out by the end of the week. And in terms of other content, I wrote something about the Predators the other day. You can go read that on, on the forecheck. Uh, and that's pretty much it. You'll, you'll see stuff pop up on the timeline for me from time to time. But not... Not really making any huge progress on any of the bigger projects that I have right now, so that's that's what's coming out the pipeline.
2: Good stuff. Be on the lookout for that. You can reach me at Flyperboli or at Esteban Butterfly. Hockey needs make it flyperbole, You can also follow BSH Radio, Broad Street Hockey. Uh, we're on Instagram at flyperbole. I think Broad Street Hockey's on there. Broad Street Hockey's on TikTok. All that fun stuff. And yeah, Facebook's still out there. So if you like the books that face, go to that. Also, quick shout out, I will be, tr- I'm going to post this somewhere in here, but the wonderful Megan from BSH uh, did a mock-up of Womp There It Is with the goal horn that I will be putting in the show somewhere, so shout out to Megan for putting that together, and vote for Womp There It Is, that's all I'm going to say on that. Folks, thanks so much for listening, stay safe, be kind to each other, and until next time, in the words of the great Gene Heart, good night and good hockey. Go Birds! Go
0: Birds! Oh, wow.
2: One quick final note on the podcast. Here is a quick snippet of Whoop, well, there it is with the Flyers Colhorn, Eamon and Megan, both made versions. So kudos to them and thanks to them. <laughs>
1: Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed,
0: anywhere you find podcasts.